parents, happy Tuesday. If you're back, then good for you, because me and Angela are here again. If we haven't met, my name is Will. I'm a lead student pastor here at Hope, and I'm with the one and only Angela Linz, uh, formerly, what was your... Uh, Maiden name? Yeah. Angela Warden. 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 Oh, wait, I thought it, why did I think it was Beretta? A-R-T-O-N. That was my mom's maiden name. Oh, uh, Okay. Okay. Yeah, Beretta like the gun. Yeah, that's a cool last name. Yeah. Well, Warren is. That was my. Warren's, Wharton is a little just very southern. Yeah. English, really. Sure. Yeah. Wharton. Wharton. Isn't that Walmart? No, that's Walton. That's Walton. Okay. Not as exciting. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, either way, we're here uh, for part two. Uh, if you're tuning in, good for you because we are finishing up um, uh, this this uh, kind of two-parter when it comes to the hot topics on how to talk with your teenager about sex. As a reminder, this is we're, we're basically just walking through a resource that we've made for you uh, that you can read through, and it even gives tips on what to say. Hey, say some somehow like this. It kind of fleshes out more that we've been talking through, and we we went through uh, one through five. Um, or one through four. And so today we're going to finish it out with five through 10. So Angela, kick us Great. off. Great. Let me jump right in. Um, so it's always important to wrap up conversations about sex, always pointing back to the context of marriage, mm. sex within marriage. Um, I, I think a lot of times kids ask this question over, like, what is the point of waiting? What is the point? And sometimes we can be so, it's my personal opinion, we can be so stuck on this you have to do it just to follow the rule, which it is in the Bible. We do want to follow God's word. Yeah. But also it's about, um, it, it's so much more than that. It's about understanding that God wants, we we want God's best for our life. And yes, there's a lot of good and, and greatness that God can turn everything for good. And we're so grateful for redemption and forgiveness yeah, and yeah. grace and all of that. But we do it because we want God's best for our life. And that's why. He gives us this command is yeah. because he's created sex for marriage, for within the boundaries of marriage. Yeah. marriage. Which I like that too, because then it it is pointing more towards the beautiful purpose of it and yes. and and the good parts of of it, because it is a good thing. Which that that is point number six is don't uh, don't make a good thing seem bad. Yes, it's like. Uh, good things out of God's context are always bad, no matter yes. what it is. Like yeah. food is amazing. Too much food is gluttony. Yes. Like there, there's always, you know, work is good. We should work. We work all the time. That's workaholic, right? Yes. Like there's- There's uh, boundaries for a reason. Right. And good boundaries. Mm -hmm. And if it's always a like, no, don't do it just because it's bad. I, I think that's less of a, a beautiful light than- like, hey, it's not good to do it because it's better here mm -hmm. because of this. Uh, one one thing I've, I heard someone say, uh, I think it was a parent maybe years ago, is they they use the illustration of a fire and uh, mm -hmm. inside of a house and how the fire there's only one good place for a fire in a house. It's a fireplace. Everywhere else, it does damage. And that's yes. like sex is that it is a good thing in the fireplace. Everywhere else in your life, it's gonna, it's just gonna do damage. You know? Yeah, absolutely. It, I think a lot of us that were raised in the '80s and '90s and 2000s and whatever, I think shame was a big part of that. And yeah. that sex, like sex is bad. Don't you know anything? Yeah. You know, it's dirty. It's you don't talk about it, and it's why a lot of people didn't talk about it. Then. Yeah. But to be able to have that um, conversation with your kids about how it's a gift, how it's a wonderful gift that God has given us. Um, 
is is I think so important. It's so much healthier. Yeah. For people. Yeah. It is. Or for young people especially. It is. Um, yeah. I think another thing is number seven, be honest about your story. Yeah. If you had sex before marriage, don't lie or avoid the subject. Um, use your story to help your kids understand the importance of either waiting until after marriage to have sex or if you struggled with porn or if you saved yourself for marriage, like the struggles you went through, whatever your story is, use your story to help your kids yeah. understand better. I think sometimes our kids think, well, you just, you're just telling me this rule because that's just what you're supposed to do as a parent. Mm -hmm. But it really personalizes us when yeah. we are honest about our own lives and say, hey, I, I understand how that feels. Yeah. I really struggled or I made some really big mistakes. And these are the reasons why I hope that you don't make the same mistakes. Yeah. Because I struggle. These these are the consequences that came of that. And, and I hope that you don't make those same mistakes as yeah. I did. And I think that would help. Even you, right? Sometimes we hide our sure. stories because we're ashamed of the yes. story. And shame is like, don't tell anyone because they're going to reject yeah. you. Where Jesus is always saying, no matter what happens, mm -hmm. I can redeem it and Absolutely. use it for good. You know? Absolutely. Um, use that story and help them understand that you do understand where they're coming from. Yeah. And you do a lot, a lot more often. We remember more often what it was like as a teenager more than our kids think we do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and plus, I, I think if parents are like upfront about their story, mm -hmm. it seems less like they're hiding something too. Yes. <laughs> like, and then when the kid asks and then the parent says, it's almost like, oh, I found you out. Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. I think they're more likely to come talk to us about their stuff too. If they're like, oh, you, you struggled with this. You went through stuff too. Yeah. I feel like I can say something to you about it then. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, and number eight, hear them out or, or, or hear from them. Like ask them questions. Uh, you know, there's, it, there's always a struggle of like, you know, what's right for your kid. Um, all, almost all, all the yeah. time you have an opinion about what's right for your kid right. and from a beautiful heart of like, I want them to be better in a place. And sometimes I think I, I've seen parents uh, give advice without more context, yeah. without hearing from their student, yeah. you know, and ask it like, where, where is their head at? Yes. I love when you were talking about in the last episode of like, you say, Tell, when your friend said that, what do you, what do you think? What do you think that yeah. means? Like, cause you were getting context mm -hmm. from where they're at and their understanding of that. I think also we can kind of preach at them oh, yeah. sometimes. And so stopping to take the time to ask them, how do you feel about this? Mm -hmm. Like, or, or where, do, where do you stand? What do you believe yeah. about this? And why do you think that? Yeah. Um, I think it makes them feel feel heard yeah. and it makes them feel valuable um, and it makes them feel like their thoughts have a place yeah. and their opinions have a place. Not that they're right all the time. Oh, they're not right no, most times, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it gives you a little more context as to where they're coming from yeah. and maybe where they need more information yeah. or knowledge or encouragement or help. Yeah. There's this book that I've read recently, um, Biting the Hand That Feeds You mm -hmm. or Feeding the Hand That Bites You. Yeah. Feed, feed, wait, Feeding the Mouth That Bites you? No. Wait, is it the hand? Oh my I gosh, my dyslexia it. is kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> <What's that? laughs> we'll list it. Let's just maybe list okay. that book. But it's uh, a really good book. It's a parenting book that goes biting through this, the hand that feeds you. Is biting, what it's gotta be biting the hand that it has it's, to be. It that. has to be that. It has to be biting the hand that feeds you. The whole premise of the book is um, walking parents through from pre-adolescence into college age. Uh, this process of handing off 
um, decision making and yes. control. And in one of the chapters, the author talked about, uh, and all of this is done through like so much research and all this stuff. And they talked about crucial conversations. And when you're having these feedback, these what could be fights or mm -hmm. big conversations that's big for their life, the, the more the student feels heard, not is heard, mm -hmm. but more, the more they feel heard, the more likely they are to receive the advice that the parent says, because the more heard someone feels, the more in control they feel of the conversation. And sometimes I think we we, we don't allow teenagers to feel any part of control, mm -hmm. even though they're only a few years away from making every decision for their entire life. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, like hearing them out, it's that, a big deal. That is so true, because I recognize even the summer my daughter was about to leave for college, and I wanted to tell her everything I felt like I needed to make sure she knew before she left my house. Like, did I teach you this? Did I teach you this? Did I teach you? And I just kept, I kept saying things and she would get so irritated. So, and she would clam up. And finally I started recognizing, oh, this mm. is too much. Mm. I'm going to start asking. And so I'd say, hey, what do you think about, like, this is what I think you should think about, but what do you think about it? Yeah. And as soon as she told me what she was thinking, and sometimes I was like, that doesn't even make sense. Um, but... She calmed down. Oh, yeah. And she didn't feel like this pressure. And I think it is a control thing. Yeah. And I realized, like, she's about to go out and do what she wants. I've got to make sure she can make wise Decisions. choices. Yeah. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Okay, Number nine. Affirm how valuable they are over and over and over again. I think so often we as parents think, I tell them I love them all the time. It's it's never going to be enough. Like, we could say it 20 times a day, and our mm. kids may need to hear it mm -hmm. 25. Like, we need to consistently say it over and over how valuable they are. And not just the words, I love you, but I trust you. Yeah. I believe in you. I'm so proud of you. Emphasize their value, not because of what they do, not because of things they accomplish, but just because of who they are. Yeah, they're just your kid, and you yeah. just love them because yeah. of who they, of because they're your kid. Yeah, you There's, love them. Yeah, it was like five years ago. I was sitting with a young man who's like my little brother, and he did a dumb thing with a girl, and it became a really big deal, and um, and we were sitting in a Cane's eating food. Um, cause it's helpful Smart. during tough conversations. And, um, I, I told him like, I didn't know the full context of it, but I was like, I know we're about to have a tough conversation. And I remember, I remember saying to him, this is God, cause I'm not this smart. But I said, uh, Hey, we're going to talk through whatever happened. Um, but before we do that, you need to know that God cares more about who you are than what you do. Mm -hmm. God will always redeem what you do, but yeah. your value is in who you are. Do you know, do you still know that you're a son of God first? Because like there's so yes. it's better value there. It's so much more, and yeah. and the reason this is so important is because research shows that the more loved a, a, a young person feels at home, the less likely they are to look for affirmation physically in a yeah. relationship. Mm. Most of the time, when they are going and getting more physical, it's because they're searching for something. Yeah, they have a need that is unfulfilled. Yeah, and the more we can make sure that they know you are believed in and loved the less likely they are to look for that. Yeah, yeah. The last tip, number 10, is uh, in these conversations, ask, how can I help or how can I support you? How can I help? How can I support you? Uh, always offer it. Always, always, always. And there may be times that they don't 
take you up on it. And there may be times that yeah. they need, they have to take you up on it because yeah. you as a parent, like, you know, I need to step yeah. in and be a little more overbearing right now. Like there's, there's times on both ends, but always in this conversation, when it comes to pornography or they messed up in a physical way, sexually, whatever that looks like, um, you know, always ask, how can I help? How can I be there for you? Uh, you love them more than anybody else on planet Earth. You do. And and you are the best person to help them, even if you don't feel like you are the most equipped person to help them. Totally agree. We can't always be 100% ready for every circumstance. But I think creating a climate of safety um, and adding continual communication in your home gives you so such a better chance and opportunity to have this great relationship with them um, and to share just the truth of what God's Word says when they're hearing all of the lies that the world tells them. um, I think it makes them more open. I think it makes them more uh, receptive to to those thoughts and and to the just all of the lessons that we are trying to share. Um, But that constant, all we have to do as parents is just show up for them, be a safe place, be open and have communication with them. It's worth it. I promise you, as awkward as you feel, as dumb as it feels sometimes, just push through and act like it's no big deal. Yes. And it will probably always feel awkward the first yeah, few times. So just get those over with. Get it over <laughs> with. And get jump to the in. non-awkward yes. ones. And yeah. just push yourself to have the conversations yeah. regardless of how it feels. Because yeah. it's worth it. Your kids need it and they deserve it. Yeah, they do. They do. Parents, always remember, uh, you're not alone. And you can do this. You can. You can do this. God is with you. And so are we. Have a great week. Yeah.